Uh, welcome to our very special Wine and Cheese Author Talk with Grace de Morgan, speaking about her new book, Everything Happens to a, for, a, for a Riesling, uh, The Not-So-Fancy Pants Guide to Wine. I love that title. Uh, with thanks to Penguin Books uh, Australia for the opportunity to host Grace at Parramatta Library. So I wish to acknowledge the Barramatical people of the Darug Nation as the traditional custodians of this land and pay my respects to their ancient culture and their elders past and present. May I also acknowledge the present Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who now reside within this area. So just a little housekeeping before we begin. The toilets are located on the, this level, opposite the lifts. Uh, in the case of an emergency, please follow directions of library staff. We have a number of them around. Uh, wine and drinks are next door. Feel free, help yourself. And without any further ado, please welcome Grace. <laughs> I'm like, do I clap for myself? <laughs> do you want to say a few words first? And then uh, we'll, I'll start inter their interrogation. Interrogation. Uh, no, just thanks for coming. And it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to see everyone. I'm interested in what everyone's drinking. Like, what did people choose? Riesling. Riesling. <laughs> it feels appropriate, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. I'm good. We can just jump right in. Alrighty. Okay, so on your website, you mentioned that you're mostly an author, podcast presenter, producer, and playwright. What inspired you to get into these fields, and do you have to have a favourite occupation out of all these? Uh, so at the moment, I'm just going with author, because that is what is paying the bills, and that is what I'm spending most of my time on. Uh, yeah, and I really, it's been such a fun journey uh, writing the book and doing um, publicity for it, and realising that so many Australians, we are winos. We just feel a bit funny about talking about it sometimes. So, yeah. That is very true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and people don't want to admit it sometimes. Yeah, I feel like there's a worry that it's a bit wanky or... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's hopefully what this book will help and single-handedly create a culture <laughs> of... Just being well, able to enjoy wine, talk about it. I think it's a pretty good start. It's a pretty yeah. good start. <laughs> we try. Yeah. <laughs> and I also noticed you mentioned you were going to be a future greyhound owner. So, yeah. why greyhounds? Um, I love them. I I don't know, they've got a cool energy. Uh, I don't know, they always look like they've done something wrong as well, which I, I don't know why I'm like, I feel like... Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> They're beautiful animals. They are. They are very good. And on her on her website, which is very fun, by the way, feel free to yeah, my Google her. Yeah, has like made it very pretty, so yes. it's like, it's ready for viewing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I found it very interesting. You'll probably find out too much about me, though, and be like, oh, I don't want to read this book. <laughs> She's weird. <laughs> no, no, although you did go to the World Whistlers Convention, yes, which was a very interesting read. Did not even know that was a thing. It's a very much a thing. Yeah. Yes, and apparently most of the male, the competitive ones, but it is now growing for yes, females. So yes, fine. Uh, yes, and the thing, it was in Tokyo, and mm. my friend Maya uh, actually competed in it, and she got third in the mixed. Uh, mixed art section where it's like you have to whistle and then do something else and she was roller skating so I had to write an article about that it just felt like too good <laughs> fair enough yes. that would be really difficult I it's, would think I, I think there's footage somewhere on the internet just please take the time out have a glass of wine watch it, it you won't regret it ultimate question can you whistle no I'm a terrible whistler <laughs> no 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 I just I am there to to soak it all in it's so funny, you can actually have really good whistlers and then, it, that's the thing, when, it, when people are bad, oh, it's the worst thing, but there's people who like sounded like a flute when they whistled and wow. I was like, okay, it's an amazing subculture, it's so strange, yeah. Read the article, it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this is quite funny. Your Instagram name is Wine in a Onesie. Can you please explain this? Um, uh, so I originally started the Wine in a Onesie, it was a Tumblr? Does anyone remember that? 
stumble. Anyway, it was, uh, I don't know if it's still a thing now, I just like deleted mine because it was so ugly. But um, uh, yeah, I did it to uh, record what wines I was drinking, because uh, uh, I just wanted to improve my own wine knowledge. And wine in a onesie uh, was a marriage of like my love of wine and my love of onesies. So, and I also because I, I didn't want to just post like pictures of wine bottles, I thought that was a bit boring, so I was like, I'll mix it up with onesies as well, and a lot of like greyhounds in onesies. Right. And yeah. Greyhounds in onesies? Really? The thing is, okay. Like, you have to look at my Instagram. I was like to. anything that yep. I found, mm-hmm. I put on the Instagram. Yeah, I've got a very like niche like amount of. <laughs> I just thought it was a great, t- great, what, great Instagram name. Yeah, my friends and I were joking that if I do a whiskey one, it should be like whiskey in a wetsuit. <laughs> that would match. That would be really funny. I think, I think I'm going to set it up tonight. There you go. <laughs> that could be next book. Yes. <laughs> uh, so basically, why wine? Was there a defining moment to forge your love of wine? Uh, I don't know. I find I love going and visiting different regions. Uh, so for me, probably one of the ones that really defined it for me was going... Um, to northern Italy with my aunt and uncle and they're very into wines and they're based in um, Lugano which is just on the border of Switzerland and Italy and uh, yeah they were like oh we're going to do I don't know why I was giving them that accent (laughs) we're going to we're going to uh, go to Friuli for the day and so we went to Friuli and you it's amazing you just kind of go into people's houses and it's um incredibly low-key and the wine is beautiful, but it's only like say maybe seven or eight euros, and mm. there's something about that and like just being given a tour of the vineyards and a tour of you know being led in people's houses that just made it so it felt really democratic and felt informal. very normal, informal. And I think that sometimes maybe in Australia we don't have that, where it's no. like we go to the cellar door and we you know we have such reverence and yes. and there's a place all for seems it, but, very fancy. But yeah, sometimes I think there's a, it's a bit intimidating when it really. I don't know, I don't think the origins are necessarily that, so, mm. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you find the whole publishing process from start to finish, and what advice would you give to aspiring authors? Yes, uh, publishing is weird. Uh, it's it's a quite solitary process. So, for me, if I did it again, I would make sure um, maybe that I was, like keeping a part-time job or something just to kind of ground you in the world because I just basically spent like three to f- uh, five months just in in this world um, which was really great and um, did a lot of inter- interviews yeah. and but yeah I think I um, yeah may have like broken up a bit mm. I also just ended up like spending a lot of time like drinking wine alone which I don't think is good for your brain like <laughs> so Fair enough. I'm like next time around I feel like it's not that long though three to five months that's pretty good to write a book e- yeah. And cover all the people that you interviewed and everything. Yeah, it, like the whole process bad. was probably like, uh, I feel like it's a year and a half all up. But yeah, I think the intensive, like just, you know, yep. uh, being a weirdo alone in my room, typing away, figuring out, and also just like reading. That's the thing, there's just a lot of research. It might not look like much, and a lot of the stories might not seem based in fact, but it's all like yep. quite heavily researched and then with my humour kind of used to filter it so that it's hopefully uh, fun for you to read. Yeah. Well, if the title is anything to go by, I think it will be. <laughs> yeah, if you like dad jokes, this is the book for you. <laughs> <laughs> so a potential Christmas present for all yeah. the fathers out there? Mm. <laughs> yes. And maybe the mother-in-law? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
okay, so if you were to write a second book, what might it be about? Apart from whiskies and wetsuits, of course. Okay, so if, if we yeah, again, it would be a terrible punny title as well, like maybe Whiskey Business, um, testing that out. You didn't like that, that's all right, that's all right. I'll have a brainstorm. Um, but otherwise, like, I could easily um, just do this book again uh, and just be like, everything still happens for a reason. Because, um, yeah, I feel like on this on the journey, it was so great getting to talk to these people, uh, one professionals and, um, uh, yeah, upping my own learning. But I do feel like I'm now kind of getting my head around stuff and then it's like, oh, uh, there's heaps of new producers and there's so, oh, I should have included this and that. So I feel like I would love to do, like, even a revised version or... Well, Barefoot Investor, he had he had it out last year. We oh bought lots of copies for the library and then he updated yeah. it for 2018. We had to buy more copies. Amazing. So, so uh, that's how I'm going to... Yeah. Yes. Good business model. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That and then he wrote really one for families as well. And then pets and then plants. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, got, he's got an idea there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ah. Why do you think there is such a strong stereotype that if you love and talk about wine, you must be pretentious? Um, I guess because there's such a history of classism and sexism and racism uh, in isms. the history of isms uh, mm -hmm. with wine. And so, I, and yeah, if you go back to uh, Greek and Roman times, it's very much, you know, the symposium, you will have the cultural elite who will be drinking wine while um, the, the the masses will be drinking beer and and so it, there is a, a history of that sure but I think now um, especially in Australia mm -hmm. and especially that more like the new world wines yep. such as like uh, you know anywhere in South America mm -hmm. really and America itself and Australia South Africa I think we're bringing such new energy and I think like democratizing it a bit mm -hmm. so I feel like it doesn't have to be this kind of um, scary yeah uh, yeah pretentious thing that it used to have that connotation of. And also I think there are more um, more reasonably priced wines that are actually quite nice. Yeah. And so I think that might have something to do with it, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wonder. Yeah. Because before maybe it was perceived as more of a, if you have money, then you must have wine. And yeah, it's funny it. that. Yeah. I wonder if it's also just Australian culture. Mm. It's like, yeah, if you beer, go is got, beer is king. Yeah. In Australia. Yeah. It seems to be. Well, that's the thing. But like, I think it's slowly changing. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I, I I think it is. But yeah, I feel like like when, when I mentioned before, like going to Italy, where it was like eight eight euros or whatever. Yeah. Like and where it's so just part of the culture and it's not a real big deal and you have it at every meal. Like mm. I I think there's something in that that we don't have. Yeah. And I think that'd be really nice if we kind of moved away from like the you know drinking large amounts in one sitting mm. versus like it being just a normal part of your life yeah it's really pleasurable in moderation yeah. every day yeah, yeah. look yeah. why not yeah <laughs> yeah that's a life i want to lead <laughs> i think most of us would be yeah. actually uh so many wine experts get very wordy with their descriptions sure. and almost short stories about all the flavors and scents of wine <laughs> do you think they're really necessary can anyone really taste all of those chalk lavender Blueberries. Look, what do you maybe. think? Maybe I don't know. For me, I don't really love the descriptors. Mm. I don't. They don't do that much for me. I like. I like to think about um, texture, and I like to think about acidity, because mm -hmm. um, uh, I think that's a little bit more helpful. And like some yep. things, like I don't mind the red berry, blackberry mm -hmm. thing when you're thinking about reds, because yep. just because it kind of grounds you, and you're like, okay, what is it? Is it red or is it black? Like, yep. and that's simple enough that your brain can do it. But mm -hmm. the lavender thing, I. 
I'm not I'm not there. Yeah. 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 Musk. Yeah, musk. Like sometimes I'm like I don't think I'd like to drink musk. I feel maybe if you have the a perfume. Sun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's oh there's weird language yes. as well, like sweaty saddle and like a Oh, oh I didn't read that one, oh my. No. Yeah, that yeah. sounds very appealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's meant to be a good thing or a bad thing. I just I would hope it would be a bad thing. I, I feel like it's meant to be like it's leathery and it's like right. really aromatic, but I'm just like See that sounds much better than Sweaty saddles. Sweaty saddles, yeah. <laughs> but I love that sometimes when you drink with like people who don't usually drink wine, some of the best descriptions come from people like where it's just like, well, it's like a green garden host. And you're like, yes. Okay. <laughs> I taste that. Like, I, kind of, I prefer that instead of the florals yeah. and the blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. yeah, I love a strange knee-jerk reaction. That could be your next next gig, writing some actual realistic oh, wine description. Right. <laughs> trying, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of dedicate a whole chapter to just imagining wine as people, mm. and that's for me my equivalent yep. of like I'm like, okay, what would this wine do as an occupation? It's a lawyer. It's a city. They're like really sharp. Like that sort of thing is more interesting to me. Yes. And well, that'd be more relatable to people too. I, I think. So. And it's just I think it's meant to be fun, and yeah. I feel like I don't think we should like as Australians and like New Zealanders. I don't think we should be ashamed that um, we have that kind of sense of humour. Mm. I feel like I'm like, just use it, like, and enjoy it. And, yeah, like, yeah, so I don't think, like, we need to look like the French and the Italians. Like, when it, like, they're never going to think oh. we're great anyway. So I'm like, eh, don't worry about that. Just, like, enjoy We're too it. young. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And they're also just, like, so structured with, like, you know, like, certain regions can only uh, grow certain grape varieties and can go to only to a certain height, can be certain quantities, like, so they're, they, they're kind of strapped uh, in some ways, but they're limited in some ways, yeah. and that's why we can uh, do all this cool innovation, and yeah, uh, yeah so I'm like, yeah, we should embrace that, and yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Oops, where am I up to? Mm. Oh, I mentioned that one. Oh, no, nothing. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, 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 it wasn't your light, it was me. my wine got in my face. <laughs> That's right, blame the wine, blame the wine. No, literally some, something about the angle, I dropped it down, it just like splashed back. I was like, I'm a professional, yes. <laughs> um, uh, so your book features tips and recommendations from nine other wine experts, including your mother. My mum, Mama de Morgs is in there. How did you find the interviewing experience and were you fangirling with some of them? <laughs> Be honest. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Uh, so I really liked, I love interviewing people, it's, you know, you get to have a chat with someone who, especially when it's their field and you just get to ask, like, um, the dumb questions, like, I have no shame about that, so I really enjoyed that, though, the only, the one person who's not necessarily in the wine world, but I just have a lot of time for and is a great interviewer himself is, um, Ben Law, and oh, yes. so I interviewed him, and it's very strange interviewing a very good interviewer, because you're like... A part of you is like, are you like <laughs> critiquing how I'm interviewing you right now? Um, but the, he's just so lovely and um, he's just a very articulate quote machine. Yep. Um, yeah. So he was fun. He was super fun. Yeah. Though I think I, I did drink too much wine around here. Because he was like, let's get a flight. I was like, yeah. So like a flight, it's like a few different wines. Oh, wow. So I was like, I've made a mistake. But, um, but yeah, it was really... It was well, like, it would have led, led to very interesting notes, I'm sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, it's just like I had to listen to myself like asking <laughs> such embarrassing questions. Like I think by the end I was like freestyling. I was like... <laughs> Stop, <laughs> So, yeah, no, but, yeah. So he was so may not be a repeat interviewer, then? Oh, I, I so. he's so lovely. So he'd probably be like, all right, drunkie. But, like, but no, 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 it was really good. Um, but, yeah, everyone was super approachable. Um, and some of the wine, ex like, 
the sommeliers and uh, the winemaker Sam Connor, who does Stargazer wine, which is this gorgeous like Tasmanian uh, small producer. And um, she, I think I had to interview her twice because I think I missed uh, the audio um, didn't catch, and so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, can I just give you a call? And she was so lovely and just a wealth of knowledge. And yeah, yeah I find people who might seem quite scary are actually yeah, just mm. yeah, they're just like. So you didn't have any problems getting uh, enough. No, no. If anything, it was cutting things down, and I'd done interviews. Second book. (laughs) Yeah, Um, though I'd done interviews with like my family. um, Because there's a uh, section on like how to choose wine for your family, Mm. and um, so I thought, oh, I'll do a history of my family and their relationship with wine. But it was it was too long, and uh, so I had to cut it out. But it's so funny. My mum, who's in the book, uh, she was like, "Where's the rest of my interview?" I'm like, mum, like I only have thirty five thousand words. Like I couldn't include everything you said. Next book, next book, next book. It's all Mama de Morgs, like That's it. <laughs> cover to cover. I'm sure she'd love that. Yeah, <laughs> she would. She would. Um, do you have a favourite overall wine, or does it depend on the situation? Very hard question. Oh no. gosh, I to be honest, I yeah, it's every situation. Like if it's hot, I'm not going to be like, mmm, Shiraz time. Like it's it's very much uh, situation based, and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I go through stages where I'm like, ooh, I'm really interested in X varietal, and yeah, like it's for summer, I'm really liking. Um, uh, like minerally white wines um, and that are a bit savoury so things like Garvey which is this kind of yeah uh, from Cortese which is um, where's that? in Portugal ah I, uh, yeah and so stuff like I don't know um, I just like basically trying when I don't know what something is that's I'm like go on like and yeah I feel like going to little bars and stuff and being just I think I also have no shame in that and that helps yeah just get new things give it a try yeah, so whatever's new is what I'm really, like, is my favourite thing. Um, I'm just like, oh, yeah, let's give it a go. Like, yeah. yeah. But don't, don't get me wrong, I've also tried, like, terrible wine. I was going to say, <laughs> have there been any that you can regret trying? Uh, no, there's probably quantities I've regretted trying, but not, not the thing itself. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yes. So there's no bad wine? I, uh, look, unless it's, like, oxidised or corked, but I don't think it ever really gets to that stage. Yeah. Like, usually wine, wine professionals know yeah. not to give you, a, like... That's true. A, wine that smells like sweat dog like <laughs> they can usually smell it from like a mile yeah. off so yeah Fair enough. it's not really gonna happen well so. that's good to know yeah yeah so trust them <laughs> unless they're like i don't know <laughs> dan murphy's maybe not all of them but no maybe some of the not kids like i remember asking for vermouth the other day and the poor guy like was so lost you could just tell he was like he's like was trying to lead me over to like um the red wine section and i was like oh no sweetie like <laughs> <laughs> Do you like, find that sometimes that you actually know more than the person who's trying to serve you? Uh, it depends. Like some people, so I don't want to hate on Dan Murphy. So do just some really great stuff. But I think it was just my most recent experience when they're yep. just like, you know, they're like barely eighteen and they're yep. like, where am I? And you're like, oh, honey. Like, so sometimes, yeah, you're like, yep. don't worry about it. I'll yep. just, I'll, I'll go look for it. It's fine. It's fine. Poor Self, self service. Oh. Sometimes yeah. you just have to res- yeah, resort to it. <laughs> so, which Australian state, in your opinion, might make the best wine? Oh, I, I, is there is there one? I don't think so. I think no? we, it's we. I'm so excited, but if you can't tell, I'm like Australian wine. It's so exciting. But um, I'm really loving Tasmanian um, at the moment. Um, I think it's climate. Do you think climate is cool climate? So. Mm does Riesling very well. Um, <laughs> uh, Riesling really well. It does sparkling, really beautiful mm. sparklings. Um, just like, I think there's something about the cool climate that just gives it an elegance. And, mm. and that's my personal taste. I think if you loved um, like Volsia, um, more peppery wines, like you might love, you know, a New South Wales, like, mm. you know, a Hunter Valley or a yeah. uh, rib, uh, 
uh, River, River? Oh my gosh, Riverland? Riverina. Riverina, thank you, yes. I was like, I was like <laughs> combining words in my brain, like Riverland, I was like, no, Riverdale? I was like, that's a show. No, it's like, a show. Like, River, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really depends what you're, yeah. and like South Australia, like it's a big producer, but yeah. like, yeah, and Western Australia, also amazing. Yeah. Queensland, doing interesting things in Granite Belt, mm. uh, and they're very experimental. Okay. Um, and I think that's really, I, you know, obviously mm. I think anytime you take a risk and use innovation, that's really exciting. Yeah. But for me personally, I'm like, Central Victoria, I find interesting, and Tasmania in particular. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Also, they do amazing whiskey, and like, they're just food, and whenever there's something yeah. in the water in Tasmania, <laughs> I don't know, it's the yeah. goods. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It is a beautiful state. Yeah, outfit, so. it also, yeah, it doesn't hurt that it's like this gorgeous, No, exactly. Like, so, you know, you vacation, yeah. winecation. Winecation, yeah. I think that should be a thing. Where it should be. Where to a wine region and, like, yeah, hang that. Why not? I think yeah. it should be. I think it would also be a better way of, like, remembering stuff. Yeah, that's true. If you combine it with, yeah. you know, sightseeing and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Although, drinking and sightseeing, maybe not. <laughs> maybe don't go for a hike. After no, a hike, perhaps but, not. Yeah. Or near a river or a lake yeah, or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, probably don't go for it. No. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in, you mentioned the history of wines across many countries. So, which country would be on your bucket list to visit for a more in-depth wine tour? Yeah. If you had to pick any. I... Oh my gosh, my brain like explodes in two ways because I go, I'd love to go to places that are like, you know, the heartland of of winemaking. So I think of, I'm really interested in Greece at the moment and some they've got some really interesting indigenous varieties that I'd really love to try, like Daphne. I have no idea what, what it tastes like. I want to know. And there's this um, Asiro Tico from Santorini, which I think would be really interesting. Um, I think that's minerally, not minerally, uh, something interesting white. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be cool, um, and also it's beautiful and, you know, yeah. a sense of history. But then also I'm like, ooh, China. Like, mm. I really... You don't really think of the Chinese with wine oh, to begin with. But that's then, the thing. Yeah. I, I think China's one of the most, like, exciting um, places to... Because I think given, like, 20, 30 years, I think mm. they're going to do... Because like, they're putting in the money, they've got yep. the, the amount of land, and, mm. yeah, they're... Um, they're getting the experts in, so I'm okay. really, I just, I haven't actually tried any Chinese mm-hmm. wine yet, and I'm really keen to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Really no, next trip. So yeah, I'm like, China or Greece. <laughs> but, yeah. Why not? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Uh, okay, so there was a recently a current affairs story about a scientific study that states there are no safe levels of alcohol for people oh. to drink. <laughs> what would you say to this study? I would say that's a bummer. Mm. Uh, um, but I, look, yeah, I don't know. I don't think... Yeah, I, like I'm studying psych at the moment as well, and I've, I've yeah. read something similar yeah. I think, from that. Um, yeah. Surely in moderation, really. I don't think really. anyone, that's the yeah. thing, I don't think anyone really drinks wine for the health benefits. Mm. Like, I think we, like, consult oh. ourselves. We, I think they Maybe pretend. Just, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. So I think it's like, I think just know what it is and yeah. uh, try and drink in moderation. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think it's ever, yeah, I, lo- I love the idea of red wine being good for your heart and stuff, yeah. but it's not like vitamins. It's yeah, I think a lot of us people do. Yeah. They love that idea. Look, yeah. whatever. Whatever works. Like, <laughs> I'm not embraced, I don't mind. Uh, so what three wines would you take if you were stranded on a desert island, money no object? Oh my god. Could you narrow it down to three? Oh, okay. I think I would just go like large magnums as well. Like you got to go like <laughs> the quantity. Um, but I would love... So the sparkling I'm really into at the moment is um, Blanc de Blanc, so it's like white of white. Um, it's, yeah. So it's but white then? 
It's it's a white sparkling. Uh, yeah, but it's just I think for me I actually don't like any sweetness in sparkling, so that's a thing for you. Keep an eye. I don't know. Like the thing, I don't have a producer or right. someone mm-hmm. in yep. mind, but I'd be like that varietal is really interesting to me and that that technique. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I love Cullen wines. They are a biodynamic uh, Western Australian wine, so I'd get a big magnum of like babies. I don't know, whatever. Mm. Uh, like they've got a Semillon Sauvignon Blanc that's just like mm-hmm. tastes like summer in a bottle, and it's all bright and uh, sounds delicious. good. And yeah. yeah, so I feel like I'd want to represent with Australia, and mm-hmm. then maybe um, you want to go three like solid options, right? Like, yeah, you don't of want to risk it and be like, oh, I'm just gonna go this funky like. <laughs> Biodynamic orange wine that I, yeah. yeah. Um, orange wine? Orange oh orange wine is like That's uh, a thing. Yeah, orange wine it's not it's not from orange. It's um <laughs> uh it's uh like a winemaking technique that's actually Georgian that uh is basically where you treat uh a white wine like a red wine. So it basically you the white uh so the colour from grapes comes from the skin. So mm-hmm. yes. basically it's like leaving the white wine skin on longer oh. in the fermentation process. So it, that's why it gets an orangey Color. So anyway, sometimes it can be super funky uh, when it hasn't had like this is for the punch downs or like yep. things like basically in the wine. If it has a faulty winemaking process, it can be terrible. Um, but when it's good, it's great. But anyway, in answer to your question, uh, <laughs> a, some interesting French like blanc de blanc, and then like an Australian yep. Cullen wine, yep. Semillon Sauvignon, and then like a beautiful red, like a Tempranillo, like a Spanish Tempranillo. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There we go. Everyone take notes <laughs> for my island trip. <laughs> Everyone just bring their own favourites and we have a party on the island. Why not? <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Uh, do you have a favourite food or snack to have with wine? Um, uh, cheese? Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you like... next door. <laughs> yes. So you've got, you're I'm covered. I you're covered. Wait. I saw there was like six as well. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yes, so. we're a little bit crazy with the cheeses. Yeah. But something for everybody. It's great. Um, Including lactose-free. Yeah. Oh, there's a lactose-free. There's a lactose-free. Yes, I have to have it. Oh. <laughs> Something for everyone. That's good. Um, yeah, I think I think it was Amanda Yollop who's um, the sommelier at Key, which is like this beautiful three-hat mm. restaurant um, that's kind of yep. well. No, anyway, mm. she was lovely enough to chat to me, and her like her advice was like just hard cheese when you're drinking wine. It helps like grip on like grip the tannins a bit, and mm-hmm. so like otherwise, if you're just having wine on its own, it can just be a bit yep. much, and you might just. Yeah, the alcohol might just overwhelm you a little bit. So having something yep. a little bit grippy like mm. cheeses. Mm. Probably why it's a thing. Yeah. Wine and cheese. Yeah. I know sometimes I know it's a bit maybe it's a bit boring, but I think like <laughs> No, there's so many different wines, so many different cheeses. Exactly. Really? Yes. <laughs> Can't be that well, unless you like doesn't dollar I'm so sorry. I take the tablets as well. Too. Oh good words, yes. I know, I love my cheese too much. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your ultimate trick to get red wine out of clothes? We all want to know these of course. Um I Definitely learned this the hard way, but it's not on clothes. I did it on carpet, um, and I was alone on a Friday night, so I like literally had no excuse. I poured like a really nice red as well from like Murdoch Estate. I spent like fifty bucks on this bloody wine. No, like kicked it or something, and then so much regret. And then kind of in my like. Cause I think I'd just been watching Netflix or something. And I was like, "Go me!" Like, yeah. and then I like in my I tried to pour white wine on it, and it doesn't really that, that doesn't work. So don't do that. Um, Take note, everyone. Don't do that. But then I like I like called like my boyfriend at the time. I was like, "I poured the wine on the floor." Like, like Google it. Like, and yeah. then um, salt. So I and I had this big like crunchy salt as well, and I just like left it, and I was so upset because it was like like this white rug. Yeah. And then I just left it, and yeah. in the morning you vacuumed it up, and it was all gone. 
Not all gone, but, but mostly. I mean, it was mostly. Like mostly gone. It was just like a weird little outline. So yeah, salt. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Did not know that one. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Google is very good tip. Helpful, but yeah, that's a lived experience. <laughs> I love that I'm like sweating as I'm talking about it. I'm like, oh no, that poor rum, <laughs> that poor wine. <laughs> yes, the wine. Fifty dollars. Yeah. It was yeah. like because it's like why the <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. not the cheap wine. No, like, of course not. it's never the cheap wine. Occasion, it's a special wine. occasion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always a special. Special. <laughs> special okay. No, sometimes you need to do that for yourself. You're like, I'm celebrating me, and like you open up. Because yeah, it's an occasion in itself when you open up a dice wide, so yeah. if you're not doing anything. Yeah, fair enough. That's, anyway, that just shows you more about my life. Than <laughs> <laughs> uh, when serving wine, is there one rule that must always be followed regardless of anything else? It may not be. Just a question. Um, something to keep in mind, maybe it's just temperature. Like, mm. I think mm -hmm. that's, that, I don't know if that's too temperature? basic. <laughs> no, like, you can over chill a white and that will kind of, uh, if you take it like straight from the fridge and the server it's mm -hmm. probably going to be too cold yeah. um and also thinking about like it, this is for an australian climate yeah our room temperature is probably a little bit too hot so sometimes mm -hmm. you can afford to put your red wine in the fridge for a, a, a hot minute there um, you go. yeah that's a good tip yeah because it just affects the aromatics that's that's all fancy again aromatics but that's the thing we go through it in the book and it's like yeah the smells <laughs> like and that's the thing the smell is like half the joy of wine mm. like yeah. Oh, actually, no. Can my hot tip be just actually yeah, taking a minute to just smell the wine? Ah. That's the thing where you're just like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because then you actually get half the yeah. Yeah. flavour. The flavour. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. There you Ooh. go. Another tip. <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. This is it. Everything happens for a reason. Contains lots of good advice and information. Can you at all sum it up in three top tips? <laughs> well, we've already had covered one, the temperature thing. Okay. You can have that, okay. that one. Um, I would say take photos of wines you like. Um, yeah, because I think there's nothing worse than when you go to a bottle shop and you're like, oh, it had like a label and... It's like the book is blue. Like, yep, yep. thank you. Yeah, yeah, very helpful. Yeah. So I think sometimes if you do have that, especially like if your like drunk self is maybe not like mm. good at remembering names, like it's just a little help and then you like look and you're like, oh great, like, and then you can show someone and be like, not this necessarily this, but something mm. in that range. It's yep. really helpful. Um, and uh, I reckon I had another one that I, I totally blanked on, but I'll, I'll say this glassware. Oh, decanting actually is something. Ah. Have a think about decanting stuff. Like, just again, it's the just releasing those aroma and adding some oxygen in there. But you don't need to get like a fancy like decanter unless that's your thing. And yeah, I thought saw online once, and there was a decanter. It was like a thousand dollars or something, Ooh. or some. It was something ridiculous. Like, I'm mean, right. but why? Yeah, nah. nah. You can literally just pour it into like a uh, some other container, like yep. a jug, and it's yep. fine. Fair um, enough. But yeah, just give it a bit of yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And maybe glassware. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need yeah. to get like lots of different glasses. Like seriously, if you just have a um, a Bordeaux glass or a um, a Burgundy glass. So Burgundy is like the the, the um, fishbowl mm -hmm. kind. Yep. So that's really good for aromatic wines like um, Pinot Noir, where they're so delicate and they're so light bodied that sometimes it feels like the aroma just evaporates unless they're kind mm -hmm. of contained like that. Mm -hmm. But with the other ones that are less reliant on those mm -hmm. delicate. Yep. Um, smells <laughs> um, yeah you can just have a standard so that's something and yeah yeah and it, like you'll notice it is a little bit more enjoyable to drink out okay of yeah, yeah. so they really do make a difference um I yes like look like you know like this is 
it's not a bad talent. But like I think yeah, what, it's just an interesting experiment for yourself to see yeah. if you you do notice it a bit. But um yeah. Yeah. Good time for a party. I mean, it'd be Always. great for a party. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you don't even need champagne flutes. Like, don't worry about it. Just stand it's fine. Yes. Well, they had those. They had champagne flutes as well. I'm thinking, well, we're not having champagne, so we're getting those. <laughs> yeah, but these were. <laughs> well, that was pretty much all the questions that I had to get the conversation started. So I will take it all over to you guys. Or, or do you want to do some wine tasting? Pick some, do some, um, or get... I don't know. How would you like no, to proceed? Uh, maybe if anyone has any questions, otherwise then we can just go into the next room. Yeah, and start trying wines. Is it not like there's not so no. many of us that it's going to be nice. Exactly. The wine. Did you pick the wines? I think I suggested some of them. Yes, she, I, I, asked, I, I asked for some recommendations because yeah. I will put my hand up. I am not a wine person. I don't know anything about them. Uh, so yeah. she was kind enough to send me some suggestions. So I pretty much got all the suggestions, most of the yes. suggestions. And then I did add a sweet red and a sweet white. Um, yeah. Because I like those better. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and some people do. That is your um, preference and your joy. Exactly. You should lean in. Yeah, so I, got, so I asked some people at work who, who knew about those and they suggested a couple of those. And so, yes, but they are Grace's recommendations. Yes. I haven't tried all of them. Some of them I just know by the region and that yeah. varietal is good in that. But just yeah. a Mick is the only one I've tried before that I was like, I don't That's the rosé. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and one it's also them. like within certain yeah yeah budgets, and that's like well, yes, yes, I did. I must admit, I did have to ask her for a certain budget yeah. range because yeah, you know, we are a library. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Sorry, that was not but, a critique of like no, I know, I know. Like, not to make yeah, you feel yeah, bad. Yeah. No, no, but it is one of those things that's like yeah. you can actually get really, and I'm really glad I, I saw there was a semillon and a riesling, and both of those you can get um, mm. really like I think it was yeah again Amanda saying like you can get really good ones for twelve yeah. to sixteen dollars. You don't actually have to. No go 30 or 40 like yeah. I think yeah. and also like and some of them are award winners that well they say yeah, they are yeah <laughs> they I say they are I'm not that into yeah, awards yeah I know so. I know I do wonder about some of those award stickers I think some of them also like, like just like gold like things yeah like, that's just been like stamped on because they know that people I do like, wonder like, I do wonder about yeah, it I, but, yeah that's the thing it's like it's yes it might be high quality but it might not be your taste yeah I think um yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Do these ladies have a question? Yeah. I have a question, yeah. Um, what's the most expensive bottle of wine that you've tried? And do you think, really, is that much different to a yeah. bottle? Yeah. I was, yeah, that's actually a good question because I think the oldest one, so I used to work at Key um, waitressing, and I think the oldest one, I don't know what the actual price was, but it would have been in the hundreds because it was like older than me at the time. And it's like, <laughs> like, oh wow. And then I tasted it, and it tasted like, raspberry jam like and I was like I don't get it like it wasn't it wasn't for me yeah. um so I don't think uh, for me I think like around like 60 70 is the most I would go like if I'm just at a bottle shop um because I can't really justify like a 200 300 I think unless you have a sense of such a specific sense of history and you you're a real like Barolo lover and you want to try everything in that region or you, yeah, if you have that knowledge, but for me, I don't feel like I have that yet, and I can't really justify it. Um, and that's the thing: the cost of winemaking alone shouldn't really go past sixty or seventy. So, I yeah, I when yeah, you can get really good ones. Just like my range is like thirty at the moment, and I'm finding that's sort of like really doable. And mm. yeah, I haven't been really unhappy with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you um, select wines when you buy new wines? Do you actually read into it on, online and then? go to the shop and say, okay, I want to try this and that, or do you go into the shop and like, yeah, that label looks nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like that great. Nice. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. So sometimes I know, I hear about a producer um, 
and I'm really excited by that. Um, and often, like, if it's someone I respect their taste and they're like, oh, Cotter Barrels, I'm like, they're really doing amazing stuff, then I'll be like, oh, great, and I'll go in and just ask for something there. Um, other times, a pretty label, like, if you have no expectation, that's fine. Like, I think you should give yourself permission as long, you know, as, as long as you're okay that it might not be exactly what you're imagining. But, um, yeah, I, I like to go to places that, like, like Black Hearts and Sparrows and um, the Wine Society in Sydney and like just sometimes like smaller, um, uh, like more independent stores just because like often those people will, will have sele- helped being part of the selection process mm-hmm. and like asking and being like, hey, I'm really interested in Marson, do you have any? Or like being like, oh, I just want to try, just uh, I want to try an Eden Valley Riesling. Or like, so sometimes it's like, it's for me, I'm at the stage where I want to fill gaps in my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I don't think. It depends how you want to go about it. Because, like, I've heard of people, like, buying, like, Chardonnay and being, like, damn, getting one from Western Australia, one from <laughs> South Australia. Like, yeah, but I feel like that's more if you're going along a track of, like, yeah. But that was the most unhelpful answer to that question. Wasn't it? <laughs> no, I was just wondering, like, because I often yeah. have problems with, like, I'm looking for Italian wine. Yeah. Go into the shop, okay, they don't have Italian yeah. wine. Okay, then I'm going to Pinot Noir and just look at it and, like, right. oh, that label looks nice. That yeah. year could be good. Yeah. <laughs> just pick that. Like yeah. price range, year range, right. color yeah. range of the yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> so do you ever just go by like? Do you ever like go and ask like, "Hey, I like really meaty." Yeah, because or... normally they know less than me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so that's that's why I feel like going. To, I love going to places where you like they you know they know more than you. Like mm-hmm. that for me is really yeah. helpful. And then and then also you can also gauge if that place is good. Like if they do a good recommendation, you're like, great, I'll go back. And, mm. um, yeah. Mm. That makes sense. <clears throat> mm. I've got a question. Yeah. Going back on the um, the sort of thing, so you know how local pubs and bars offer craft beers and local beers. Yeah. Don't do you feel like there is a market? Is there a market for like Sydney local or New South Wales local producers mm. to also do a similar thing? Like a like to a have local, local, like local yeah, yeah, I wonder in pubs um, and bars because I think they're missing that. Yeah, I wonder. I guess because like there's no you know Sydney vineyards, so maybe people don't think like that. But yeah, maybe I think it'd be nice Even if people New South, New South Wales. Wales. That'd, yeah. that'd be totally doable. Yeah, because they have so many pubs like in Stanmore and Marrickville mm. that are doing craft beers. Yeah. yeah, they're not really offering localized New South Wales produce. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Maybe yes. Maybe it's a mar- maybe you got something there. You go. <laughs> but yeah, I think because with the craft. Like brewery, right? It's like it's done on site or it's done nearby, right? Yeah. Like, mm. So they've got some local producing, yeah. and handing it over to them and whatnot. Yeah. But you know what? Even like, um, you know, I don't know, because you probably, obviously, you're out there a lot to try these sorts of things. Like, yeah. but I've noticed that there's not a lot of New South Wales, like wine producers, putting it in, out there in the bars and mm. and you've worked yeah. in the hospitality industry yeah. too. So, yeah. Um, is it because there's a lack of? No, there's like there's a lot. I, I think I think also sometimes the market gets flooded, mm. so it would be like Hunter Valley, and it would just be like though I don't I don't really know. Mm. So that for me kind of gets disappointing when I go into like a liquor land or something, mm. and I want to have a New South Wales because I do um, a wine club with my friends, and I'm not trying to bring the state of origin into this, by the way. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. Yeah, and it is kind of frustrating when you're like, oh, I just want to get like a New South Wales wine, but. Yeah, I don't, I, there's definitely, um, there are regions, like, 
I really like Mudgy and Orange um, also does some interesting stuff. But yeah, um, there's more in the book as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's Hunter Valley is definitely not the only one. But yeah, mm. I wonder if there is a. Opportunity. So if I was to choose a New South Wales wine, mm. what would you recommend? I would go Bar Hunter Valley. Yeah, I would go. Um, yeah, uh, Mudgy I like. Uh, Orange and Riverina. Uh, oh, Canberra. Canberra is technically, actually Canberra is the one, I, and, and I'm seeing someone in Canberra as well, so that I feel like my knowledge of that <laughs> is helping. Uh, but yeah, because it's technically a New South, in a New South Wales district, because it's uh, 35 minutes outside of the CBD. And they're doing, Canberra wine's actually really interesting. Um, yeah, so maybe, yeah, try, like, like George Winery does good stuff, Collector, really, I love Collector, they, they're just doing some bizarre, like, varieties that aren't very usual, like they're going beyond like Shiraz and your Chardonnays and they're like doing like petty uh, manure, which is like, sounds like manure, but it's like, it's like what you traditionally use for sparkling, mm. sparkling wine, but they're using it as a red wine. Mm. Um, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know because you always opt for Hunter Valley when you're looking for yourself yeah. Yeah. because it's yeah. 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 just to make a choice when you're at the, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> I have a question. I remember when I went to the Barossa. Um, by visiting the wineries and so on, they were all like telling stories about, oh, you know, this year was great, like 2012 was so nice for Shiraz, right. 2013 not so much and so on. And I bet that you visiting all these places, like you must also gain, like get all this knowledge and so on. And how do you keep track of that? And how do you like, you know, go to a bottle shop and remember that, oh, that region yeah, that that was, really was nice. nice and yeah. that, Is there an app? that they recommended and so on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So no, like, I totally hear you. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrible at vintages. Like something like if you're like the 2012, like I don't have yeah. a photographic memory for like, oh yes, like the weather yeah. was terrible in 2013. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. I think it's like serious, like people do that. So I'm more, I, mo- I go more by region and and um, varietal, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. What, sorry, I totally forgot your question. I got how do you remember? How do, you, how do I remember? If you would keep track of that, or if you remember of it, yeah, like, uh, you can't be bothered to yeah. remember all this, like, which is also fine, like. Like, I think I don't know, just asking yeah. about what's your Yeah, I also like if sometimes if you're in the bottle store and you're actually just really overwhelmed and you're like, mm. I don't know. I yes. often you look at an app as well, like mm. so Vivino or Delectable or Oh yeah, how do you find them? Mm. Like do you agree with their Sometimes. Sometimes it's like it's uh so off like I don't know if I necessarily agree with everyone's you know, summation of it, but sometimes it's nice, like it is a little bit comforting if you're like going, if you're looking at two bottles and you, yeah. and you look at, you pull up your Vivino yeah. and you're like, what does it the world think? And yes. like, it's nice to kind of have yeah. a bit of comfort, like don't do it or like, yeah, perfectly fine. Like, yeah. or like if it, you know, it's mm. kind of, sometimes it is when you're overwhelmed, I think it's fine to like, um, especially like the trip advisor of yes. wine. So yes. apparently I haven't got to, I haven't um, got to like tour yet, but apparently that I just heard about that and that's mm-hmm. a lot better apparently and a lot more comprehensive. Mm. So if that's helpful, like if it's like the vintages, like, cause yeah, I definitely don't remember all the, the years and stuff, but no. um, cause they can vary as well. And it's good that you even, yeah, you're they're, they're great from the region is good, but there are years that are yeah. bad. And mm. like, yeah. And some of the I things remember. I know, like right. Well, I like I can't remember when there was a terrible um, uh, earthquake in California, but I think it's two thousand. 
I don't know why I'm looking at yeah, I'm sorry, I don't remember. I, I, I'm just trying to that there was, a, yeah. but apparently those wines are actually quite interesting. But like, so that's in times like that, I'm like, ooh, that's when it's really important to remember mm. big, like, dates. And I'm just terrible at numbers. So you're, yes. you're actually like, yes. like, yes, I need to get better at that. Um, at, I don't yeah. know, maybe there's some ways of tracking your phone. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, seriously, uh, look, at, look at the apps. So yeah, yeah. Vino, Delectable, um, and I think it's like Seller Tracker mm-hmm. is helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think anyone, even the best sommeliers, like I was, I was talking to Design before, like they, this we've never had so many regions, so many producers yeah. ever, like we've never. So a sommelier is not gonna know everything. Like they're not no. like they're not. I had no idea there were so many varieties there are so, of like, red. Even it's like yeah, there's over thirteen hundred grape like, varieties what? alone. Like, is it just all made from yeah. grapes? Yeah. How do they do this? Yeah. So that's the thing. So usually they'll just know what they know. So yeah, don't don't be too intimidated if you don't like know categorically every yeah. year. Like, yeah. But yeah, I reckon yeah, photo and apps really help. Yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah. Hey, before the wine topic, did you ever have like the urge to write a book, or was that just did that just come? Do you generally always had an urge to write a book, or did uh, it just come with the topic? It kind of came with the topic. So my background's as a playwright, not as a a wine writer um so i think that's why they'll often be like i hope that, that it feels a bit fresh and fun and a bit more like dialogue sometimes um but yeah i think once i started doing my own uh, uh tumblr and i started getting interested in it and then i started working at like a um a creative agency writing for treasury wines so i was doing a lot of interviewing and uh social media for them um but yeah, again, I've forgotten your question midway. I get like caught up in my yeah, own have, story. Have you ever had any other topic where you're like, oh, might 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 want to write about? I don't it. think of myself as like a book, like book writer until mm. like now, and now, as a book writer author. Otherwise, <laughs> oh my god, um, yeah. it's alright. You're new. It's fine. I know. It's my first book. Being yes. you know, yeah, but yeah, no, I hadn't really until it just felt like such a good fit when. Mm. So basically, I worked with the commissioning editor Lex Hurst. On this, and because she was like, I've talked to sommeliers, I've talked to like technical writers, they're so boring. Help me! Like, what would you do if I gave you a book? I'm like, well, like, and yeah, I'd be like, I'd interview people, I'd make it funny, and she's like, okay, great. Like, um, yeah. makes it sound so much easier than it was. But yeah, I don't think I'd grow. Like, I wasn't growing up as a little girl with a wine in hand and a typewriter. <laughs> That's an image. Yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what are your tips for getting wine as a good bargain? Like, or, or if you see something that's really marked down, are you supposed to be suspicious? <laughs> I think it's good to ask questions. So they might just have bought too many, and I don't know. But for the most part, it's usually because they're like they may have put it in the sun, and it may have like uh, so it might not be because um, yeah, if you have your wine in the sun, that's it's no bueno. It helps. It doesn't um it, like it kind of mutes. The, the flavor of it um uh they, yeah i would just ask the question like there might it might be fine but i then usually there's a reason why something's that cheap you know yeah because that's the thing if it's a good wine it'll, it'll last it'll have a bit of age worthiness so yeah unless it's a white wine which might have like because that doesn't age as long as red wine so i don't know ask questions but yeah but be a little bit wary <laughs> Uh, in terms of storage, should it be lying down, staying upright? Well, so traditionally it's been lying down because when we've had corks, mm. it we like kept the cork wet. Yep. Um, we don't really use cork as much, mm. especially in Australia. So we use uh, Stelvin cap, which um, we actually made. And Australians like did we? Like, yeah, 
That was but our yeah. innovation. Well, because basically there was uh, cook is usually from Portugal and there was a shortage, and then what they were sending to us was um, having a lot of uh, TCR, TCA, sorry, um, just the contamination. Mm. And so, like, Australians were like, well, we gotta fix this. Yeah. And so, like, did start doing Stelvin Cap. Um, so, so, yeah, I. I, I don't know the science about why it would be better. Like, so without the cork, I don't know mm. why as much, apart from practicality of like, you can stock it um, a bit better, but it's more about, for me, like the location. Um, so you don't want it like under stairs or something where it's being affected by vibrations. Uh, you don't want it in the sun. Um, so yeah, like under a sink, that's really good. Like you don't have to have like a fancy cellar, but yeah, something where it's not being moved, it's not in direct light, um, mm. not on top of your fridge. What does moving do to it? Um. I don't, yeah. It's basically, it's all about the flavor, right? It's about muting it and it's about like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's affecting it. Um, But the science, great question. (laughs) I'll have to like refer back to my notes. I'm just curious, what does vibration do? I'm sure it's something to do with this acidity. Acidity, I wonder. I don't know how the acidity would be affected by movement. Yeah, I genuinely, Mm. yeah, I'm not sure. Possibly. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I probably, that's (laughs) a thing. I like this. There's things I read in the book. I'm like, oh, I forgot that. Like, I, I learn my own stuff sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with that. But yeah, lying down. I feel like, yeah. Um, especially if you have cooked, because yeah, people still do have cooked wine. But yeah. I reckon it's because uh, uh, when change, uh, temperature changes, yeah, it tends to uh, like uh, suck in uh, oxygen. Yeah. Which could um, affect the wine. Taste ah, of the wine. yeah. Because yeah, cork is permeable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if it's uh, like on its side, then you limit the oxygen that goes mm. into the wine. Nice. I need you as an expert for the next <laughs> Yeah. It's the thing. Like this stuff is actually quite interesting when you think like think about it. But yeah. yeah. Mm. I reckon oh. also uh, when, you shake, when you shake the wine, mm. it um it increases the energy in the into the bottle. Yeah. So it um it acts as a catalyst. Um, and it hastens a chemical reaction within the. Yeah, water. that makes sense to The. That sounds good. Well, it's just like anytime you. Unreasonable. Also, like when you add oxygen to it as well, like that's that's also if like it's like an apple, right? That we can take a yeah. bite and then you leave it, it goes brown and like the, the yeah. like it starts yeah it's because of the oxygen. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder if moving it is starts that same effect up as, yeah. as well. Yeah, um, wine already has a chemical reaction within mm. it. Yeah. So moving, so moving the it. wine. Mm. increases the energy within the body. Yeah. So yeah. It, yeah, it, it hastens the chemical reaction. Excellent. I'm going to, like, quote you on that. That's her, like, yeah. Because I mean, it makes yeah. complete sense. It does. Austin, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Any other questions? Okay, so we might get started to the more... The fun yeah, stuff? Just yeah. <laughs> oh, and don't forget, uh, we have a gentleman from Dimmicks outside. If you'd like to purchase... Grace's book and get it signed yes, just for yourself time. before Christmas. <laughs> yes, good Christmas present. Very good. I'm buying one. One yes. of my friends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Grace. Thank you so much. The material presented in this podcast is for general information only. Any opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the guest speaker and do not necessarily represent the views of City of Parramatta Council. City of Parramatta Council is not responsible for any injury, loss or damage which you may directly or indirectly suffer in connection with this podcast.